0: You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses. With your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, this is Katie
1: and it's another episode of the Nursepreneur podcast. And today I have Robin Myers. She is an international speaker, author, and life strategist. She's written the book, Alone But Not Lonely, Reclaim Your Identity and Be Unapologetically You. I love that title, <laughs> it feels so refreshing, that's great. Um, so Robin, my audience is is mostly women. So they're, they're nurses, there are some men, they're mostly women, they're professional working moms, they've got, you know, you're, 2.5 kids and they're, they're helping everyone and they still want to give more. So a lot of my nurses are interested in becoming a life coach and you know I, I see that you're a life strategist but I don't know if it's the same thing. So you know, I kind of want to jump in right there because my, my curiosity is getting the better of me uh, to find out what a life strategist is, what it means to you and, and how that kind of came out. And I hear you have dogs. <laughs> I have this dog
0: who decided to wake up. That's not it? good. It it's all good. A second and I'll put it away. You <laughs> to do that? Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hold on. My apologies. That's too funny. <laughs> Talk about, you know, chances of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping for hours. Anyways as you were saying, life strategist. So I actually certified as a life coach. Um, My first certification was for teens. And I used to work with teen girls on body image and um, relationships and just using their voice. And then as I worked with the teen girls, their moms would be like, let's do dual programs. And then their moms would be like, I'm becoming an empty nester. It kind of just kind of rolled out so my corporate background I started working more with the women but I went from resiliency coach to a transformational leader coach to everything was something life coach and when I really sat down and thought about it and I was talking to someone they're like so what do you do and I'm like well I strategize through your stages of life and they're like okay and I was like, I strategize. And it just, it since I did that, and I actually, Navigate and Empower has been in business for four years itself. Um, and since I did that about a year and a half ago, it just has felt so much more complete and stronger and a better definition of what I do. Because suddenly all these life coaches were popping up and I was like, That's, it was okay, but it's kind of like when you start piecing and, you know, I do this and I do this and I, but I have certain strategies. So I like to look at it as that I really get to design your roadmap. You know, where do you want to be at? Because I deal a lot with, let's see what's blocking you, you know, because we're busy. Everyone's busy and you go through different stages of life. So to go from move forward and know what makes you tick and um, you know, one thing I think people don't always realize, and I think people overlook, is that you as a person um, is the same person that shows shows up in your professional life. So you're one authentic person. And when you take care of yourself, then you show up better
1: on both sides of the table. So, strategists, it just sits much better with me. I, you know, I like that better. And when I saw that, it, it was just it does resonate it, it resonates i think better than the word coach because there's always something about coach that makes me feel like you know either i'm getting up to run 10 miles or there's something wrong with me <laughs> and i need coaching
0: <laughs> right right yeah, I'm not going to make you run 10 miles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like that because when you're creating a strategy for your life, that seems much different than I just don't know what to do with myself. Like it, it, it has a different ring to it as well. So if, have you found people resonate differently?
0: I do because I think it makes people take action as well because I, I like to work with someone and then – launch them and obviously be there for support and follow-up but I want you to be able to put tools and strategies in place for yourself where um, you learn your own triggers you learn let's talk self-doubt or something like that where what starts triggering you and then how to get out of that faster and faster so my goal is that you learn these strategies and you take them over and then implement them yourself but strategists I think it sits much better even with people because I think for them it's, it's action to go do it. Um, and sometimes it's, I've had clients be like, you know, coaching, I feel like I'm going to be here forever. I'm like, no, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to be, but, um, but you do have to take the steps. And, you know, when you become a strategist or a life coach, whichever name you choose um, you do have to make sure that
1: it's those people are ready to take, the action that they came to you for how do you identify the people that you want to work with like how do you find that ideal client or how did you even discover that you like working with some people but not others and and weed those people out that you you don't like working with
0: you know it's it's i guess maturity of my business really more than anything um and learning to say no to some people you know you want to i'm a server i'm an educator by trade and i like all my life I've served, but I didn't monetize this for years. You know, Um, and I'm a constant giver and giver and giver. And there's people that if they're not ready to really listen to you, it it doesn't serve them nor you because they'll get frustrated. And then to them, you failed them. Um, And they feel like they haven't made progress. So you need someone who really, Clicks with you. So for me, it's um, typically a woman. I mean, I work with men professionally as well, but typically, I'll say 40, 45 and up um, that are just in transitions of their lives, you know, that are. Changing careers or wanting to go out on their own, um, kind of writing that next chapter of their life, you know, whether their kids are small and they're trying to find their space for themselves, whether their kids are about to leave the nest or they've left the nest and some are like, now what do I do? Um, Or just have had some life change, you know, divorce or a death or health issue or something like that.
1: Now, did you, um, I mean, how did you approach uh, coaching? Do you just, do you have like a, a system that you work in? Do you have some kind of template that you use to coach or to strategize with people? Um, or is it just kind of, I don't want to say on a whim, like, you know, on your um, instincts. But, um, you know, how do you, you structure your calls? And
0: So I start with, um, I always start a 40 minute call with anybody before you're even a client. I, I'll always say, if you're, you know, let's keep our conversation going. Um, let's sit down if it's Zoom or if it's in person. Let's sit down and have a 40 minute call. And then you get to really, I get to ask questions, know where they're at. They get to ask questions of me. Um, as the strategist, I get to see if they're ready to take the next steps to really put the work in. Um, which I'll tell you a little bit about after, but it's, you know, you're, you're training muscles, right? You're, you're breaking patterns, you're putting in new patterns and stuff like that. Uh, so I always start with just a complimentary call. Let's get to know each other. And that's when you'll know if you're going to work with somebody or not, if it's the right fit or not. And you have to be willing to say, you know, I think you're terrific, but I know somebody who's better for you. So you have to build your network up too. So you can refer out to other people. but, um, From there, I do things like I have, uh, I I do a predictive index assessment, which is, it's called PI. It's sort of like a disk character analysis, kind of what your strengths are um, through your eyes, what uh, strengths are that you think people think your strengths are. But it kind of puts in perspective, are you, a creative mind are you uh the go-getter and and two hands-on versus two hands-off or introvert extrovert those sort of things so it gives me kind of the overall person and then I have certain things that I I always use um for example like the balance of life I'll give you categories and ask you a bunch of questions you know rate yourself how how is this I call it the wheel if it's really good the wheel is kind of smooth and if these categories are bumpy. Let's work on those first. But then we kind of, through those conversations, I'll know exactly where we need to start. Very often it's, it starts with mindset and starts with setting a morning routine and things like that. But my background is education. So I do have the flexibility to write curriculum as I go, but I have definite um, categories that
1: I pull from. So you, you said your, your background is education. Um, were you, did you teach before, or, or how did you use your education? So I, um, I, I taught in college. Um,
0: I have a master's in molecular genetics. So I stayed and taught in college for a bit, and then I was working in the lab before I went on the road as a salesperson for a very short, very short stint. And then I went into corporate training. Um, then I went into the nonprofit world uh, as a director of education for high schoolers which was very fun actually but then I taught high school biology Um, as my business was picking up and and growing I was a um, science and math teacher for a homeschool family so I've taught for a long time (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have a very diverse background too Um, so and you decided to put this company together, is this your only job now or is this your only career or do you kind of dabble in other areas as well? Um, I mean, most of my nurses, we all have about like four or five jobs. So, <laughs> you know, we can relate to to, to that for sure.
0: Yeah, no, um, this is my job now. Uh, this is solely my job now. Now in Navigate what I do is yes, I, I coach or, I'm your life strategist. So I have my individual clients and my group clients. Um, I also have some professional uh, business clients as well, but I speak quite a bit. I'm always looking for stages and, um, and I have a radio show called activate bold choices that I do and I'm working on building retreats for 2019. So um, those are all arms and, or buckets or whatever you want to call <laughs> And I'm trying to stop there because I think that's up to six. And I think that's all I can handle right
1: now. (laughs) There's no, there's no limit. Like, especially for entrepreneurs, you can just keep going and going. Um, So you have a radio show.
0: I do. I have a radio show on Bold Brave Media um, that launched uh, 10 weeks ago.
1: Um, How exciting.
0: Yeah. It's called Activate Bold Choices. It's Friday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern time. And It's uh, live, which is very fun and interesting.
1: (laughs) That's not scary?
0: (laughs) Totally scary. Um, I'm getting better at that. Uh, The first earlier shows, I cut a few things off here and there. But it's. um, I like it because it's very – you're on your toes completely. But um, it's broken into six segments, and the first five segments are eight minutes, and you start at two minutes after – like the hour, so there's commercial breaks, but I have an engineer talking to me about, you know, what's good, what's not, what should go on, what shouldn't go on, so it's very, um, it goes by very fast, an hour is very fast.
1: Well, how did you kind of, I mean, how did you even get started in that? Did you just wake up one day and think, you know, I want a radio show, and? and...
0: You know, it's funny, um, I've done this several I, I tried co- uh, podcasting. I did some of those. And then I've been on various podcasts, you know, and I'm like yours. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. So that's been really growing, which has been great. And Old Brave Media had approached me probably over a year ago. And they said, you know, we've seen you speak. We've seen this. What do you think? And they have a big um, personal growth, uh, personal development and like self-help channel. And I was like, tell me more. <laughs> you know and um so they started to talk to me and it, it's taken really the year to put together um so it's a 6 month pilot uh and it's going well so i just i plan on continuing it because i think it's it's going well it's a way to have guests on and uh meet other people and get my word out you know um so we'll see what we'll see where it takes me but
1: wow that, that's amazing that's awesome so you actually were approached by a media group that wanted to make you the host of a, a radio show at and, and 9 a.m eastern standard time that's a pretty hot time
0: <laughs> yeah you know it was, it was interesting because i was like and it fits my schedule right so i didn't want to either do like crazy early in the morning
1: like 3 a.m or something yeah, didn't <laughs>
0: that, or like crazy late when i want to go to bed myself um yeah so 9 a.m i think is like super
1: yeah, that is super. That That's great. Um, now, you're also an international speaker, right? I am. I so am. How did you get uh, linked into the speaking networks and, and how does that work?
0: Um, it's something that I've been working on and that I've wanted to do. And I'm working on it a lot right now to get onto TEDx stages right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a fabulous group and uh, it's called one woman and it's out of Canada and they have something called the fearless uh, women's summit and her name is Charlotte Brown and she just does incredible give back and her message is all about women for women um, and has you know various cities and Canada is so spread out so it's, it's ridiculously spread out but it's gorgeous up there um, so I got to speak in Victoria and I just saw it and I applied and she was like, we'd love to have you. And I was like, guess I'm going to Victoria. <laughs> and then I went to Montreal and spoke there. So I get my international side and um, now she's coming to the States. I'm, I'm helping bring her into the States as of January. We're going to start over in um, California and then she'll come to the East coast. Oh, wow. So, so, if anyone is interested, this is, and this would be a great opportunity. If any of your listeners want to speak, or go to a super super conference, it's very reasonably priced. Um, it's go to www.onewoman.ca, and then under events, look up the Fearless Women's Summit, and it'll give all the dates of the U.S. cities.
1: Okay. Actually, I'm going to look that up. That sounds great. And I do have a lot of nurses that are very interested in a speaking career because they have, I mean, they have a lot to say. They've got a lot, a lot of information to to provide. So that would be a, a great way.
0: Yeah. And it's just grown from there to be quite honest, because one of the women that I met who I've become incredibly good friends with in Montreal lives in Connecticut. She and I just connected and she introduced me to Trisha Brook, who is um, up in New York City. At, she did TEDx Lincoln Square and she said oh we're doing a speaker salon you should speak with her because I think you'd really like the group and I'm on my second round with her now so uh every Thursday for the six more weeks I'm up there
1: oh well, wow. that's awesome so
0: yeah it's it it's all connections you know you start with one and it just kind of keeps growing and and moving along
1: yeah, that's what I was going to say because it does seem like the, you just making that one connection, getting out there, meeting some people, you, you don't know where it's going to go, uh, you know, and just kind of letting things happen, letting uh, events happen to you and not always trying to like force something, I think is a, a really important, um, you know, that, that's amazing that you've made all those connections.
0: And and you're right. It totally unforced. You know, I was fortunate enough and lucky enough for whatever reason to find Fearless Women's Summit on the Internet that day. And one thing led to another. So
1: it was serendipitous. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Now, you're also setting up to do events in your own events in 2019. I am. Okay. so what are you looking to do? So I've
0: had this on the radar for years now and I just have to do it because as you know, as an entrepreneur, you just have to stop planning it and just do it. Um, I want to do women retreats because I think when you can get a small group of women away, maybe I'll add men in eventually, but when you can get a small group of women away and really concentrate on what's blocking you, where you're stuck and you collaborate with people, um, it just serves everyone so much better. So there's uh, a group that I'm looking to partner with in October of 2019 to go to um, Florence. Well, we go to Rome first, Florence, and then into Tuscany. I think it'll be a week trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll be in apartments. We'll, I'll have a chef come in. I have a yoga instructor. So, you know, healthy eating, healthy living discussions, time, to you know get on your own as well but I really want to do a few things like that
1: a couple a year well that that would be amazing and you're right those are very they're becoming more popular like I'm seeing these and they're just they're very enticing and you know it's something that I think you know holds a lot of a lot of potential plus you know I mean worst case scenario you go to trip italy you know i mean exactly exactly
0: Exactly. the other one i was looking at is a a dolphin and whale retreat actually in the pearl islands near panama or in panama or something like that with this like um energy person with the dolphins and whales um similar idea but i'd like to do something u.s ish local and then something abroad but uh and reasonable, you know, so it's not, you're not taking your life savings to go do something like this, but you, you get, you know, a lot of value for it. So I'll get that on my website, you know, sooner than later, hopefully. Oh
1: yeah. You definitely need to get that on the website <laughs> and lots of uh, pictures of Italy. I'm already like ready to sign up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you on the list.
1: <laughs> so how would you market something like that? How would you find people to, to go on a, at a, retreat like that
0: I think the first one in particular I'm going to market to people I know you know to people like if you were interested seriously like since I've met you I would reach out and say this is what's going on if you're interested let me know um so through my speaking events you know people that are more of a I guess an inner circle that I've met I will, but I will put it up on um, obviously my website. But I will put it out on, on to the radio show. I will put it out through my LinkedIn profile um, because it will be capped at 12 15 max. Mm-hmm. But probably only 12 people will go. So I'll try and go like in layers of people that I know who have expressed interest and then go to the next
1: layer underneath. If they can't, then pull from another crowd. Right. Um, no, that that is really exciting, and yes, please keep me in mind because I, okay. I I am actually I'm a big international traveler, and I, you know, any excuse that I can find to to go overseas. Okay. Um, and you know, getting together with a bunch of women on a women's retreat sounds, you know, it actually sounds amazing. So, uh, let you know. Definitely, good luck putting that together. I can imagine that's a ton of work <laughs> to to put all that together. Well, you know, there's a woman that I met
0: who lives in, um, I think she lives in Austria, actually. Um, Her name's Leslie Enders, and and she is the connection over there. She does run a lot of these retreats. So, As far as accommodations and things like that, I know I have a connection over there to say, this is where I've stayed, this is where we're going to want to stay. So that helps.
1: Yes, absolutely. Again, your connections uh, now, you, with your book as well, when did you find time to write this book In all of this, and, and how did you get it published, and, and how do you use your book uh, for marketing?
0: So I wrote my book in 2017. Um, I literally put it on my calendar that I am writing my book <laughs> June through August 11th. August 11th, 2017, I turned 53. Um, which was really significant because that's the year my mom died when she was 53. So, and the first book is really kind of my journey and then strategies and things and other stories. So I had to turn it in. I was like, this is when you're going to get it to the publisher. And they did. I was just very set in my ways that I was turning it in then, but I literally put it in my calendar that this was time set aside to write. And I did. I literally, I would go from DC. I would, My daughter's in New York. I'd be like, I gotta come up because I can't write here anymore, <laughs> like, just to get a change of scenery. and So I went all over the place just to go and write. Um, I think I drove everybody a little crazy at that point, but <laughs> they got over it. I think maybe not. <laughs> but um, and then, as far as picking a publisher, you know, you really kind of have to do homework. Um, there were two. I was going to do the self publishing route, but the hybrid version where you have you have a publisher. Um and I ended up going with Balboa Press, which is part of Hay House. And that's a big publishing house. So there was a lot of benefits for that. Um and that was good, but there's things I've learned after the fact that I probably would not go back to that. Um there's ways to self-publish even through Amazon. I met an incredible editor um, her name's Maggie McReynolds. If, if anyone is ever looking for an editor, I can't say enough about her. She does, and she literally can take you start to finish. Um, you just have to, I guess the biggest the biggest piece of advice I would give, and I, this is what I'll do on my book too, is that make sure the marketing side is really strong. And that's one thing that I didn't have initially. Like I thought I did, I thought I paid for that. But um, make sure you have that really strong, because that, that's the big thing. For me, I use it a lot for my talks. I use it to get on stages. Um, that's really, I give it out at retreats and things that I'm speaking at, you know. But um, that's
1: the sole purpose of my book right now. As a a marketing tool, as As yeah, to bring people in. Yeah, it's something that I encourage my nurses to do, because a lot of them, uh, you know, I think they think that your first book is your uh, New York Times bestseller, and I'm like, no, let's just get a book written, and, you know, it doesn't have to be the New York Times bestseller. Let's, you know, get that written first, talk about who you are, what you're about, and what your business is about, and then we can plan other books. But having that first book, especially in print I think is very powerful um and it's a it's a great way to because people aren't going to throw your book away they might throw your business card away but they're not really to. I would <laughs> never throw somebody's book away it's like sacrilegious to me
0: <laughs> that's true that is true and it does it gives you credibility to um to just be in that crowd of speakers and and to be in that crowd to be like It just gives you something. And you're right, it's not the business card. It's obviously bigger, so you can't chuck it that easily.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It weighs heavier on you to to chuck a book. Um, So, you know, Robin, talking to you, I feel like... I've kind of uh, gone all over the the place with this conversation, but you've got so much going on I mean it's really just amazing all the things that you're doing. You're not uh, It's very hard to pigeonhole you into anything because you're the, the life coach, the life strategist, and then you are the radio host. You have the, the. You're the radio host. You're an events planner. You're a TEDx speaker, international speaker. So you got a lot of things going on, and I love that. Um, how do you kind of sum yourself up? How do you sum pull all this together, uh, and just tell people about who you are? And and then maybe you can tell us how we can find you as well.
0: Okay. Um, so really, I do what I do because. Um, I want women to know to use their voice. And I think for most of my life, I didn't use my voice. Uh, I was a very shy, introverted kid. Um, I always tell people, I didn't almost speak till I was four years old. I was the youngest of three with two older brothers, and I think everyone was so excited to have a girl in the house that all I had to do was point and kind of grunt, and people would run and get what I needed. So I never learned language skills. I mean, I could speak obviously, but I never learned to ask for anything. And so as I went through life, I served, but didn't ask um, because I always wanted to please. And so that's why I really do what I do. And having my mom die at 53 and now turning 53, and the weird part is when she died, I was 21 when I turned 53, my daughter's 21. And it was, we both kind of looked at each other like, okay, kind of strange, but okay. Um, It kind of put life in front of me. Uh, You know, I raised three beautiful kids and, but I never knew really who I was. I had jobs, you know, a plethora of jobs, but they weren't really serving my soul. And so I wanted to do something that would uh, make an impact and, this is really, I think my calling, you know, I know it's my calling. And so if I can help women understand and, and learn from me and learn that, you know, you're never too young to find your voice and you're never uh, too old to find your voice and find your passion. um, My job is done. So that's really why I I do what I do and and how I created it. So all the elements of like speaking just gives me a, a bigger stage to, send my message. Um, the radio show just gives me this audience that I don't see necessarily, but to send my message, um, and even the book, you know, so it all, it all has come kind of into this nice cocoon that I don't even know if I really planned it that way, but it all has kind of fallen into shape that way. So, you know, for me, it's just really realizing that if we don't put ourselves first as, especially as women, you know, we just tend to, and, 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 for nurses who are our caregivers outside of being caregivers you know you're really the ultimate caregivers um you really do have to take care of your for yourself first and there's nothing negative or selfish about that and when you if you don't you don't show up clear and better for anybody else so it's 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 just learning mindset it's learning to make sure you take time for yourself it's it's just being able to say i have to know what i want and that was kind of part of the title of the book you know that lonely part is the loneliness and of isolation you know and i went through the hard times and the depression and things like that but the alone part is i think something that everybody needs just that solitude A little bit every day, and if you can't have it every day, then start learning to do it once a week. Of just finding out who you are and building in your time.
1: Yeah, that I'm. That's a really. It's a beautiful message, and you know, I I know it's going to resonate with with my nurses. I, you know, there's what you're saying is already. It resonates with me, and I know it's it's going to resonate. Uh, profoundly so thank you so much for that
0: oh sure thank you i appreciate it
1: all right where can we find you
0: so my website is www.robinmyers.life and it's um robin dot life and i would suggest going there really um i have a free download for my top morning strategies on that and I also, we were talking about, you know, speaking to people, there's a button you can click and set up a call. I'd be happy to talk to any of your listeners. Just get on my calendar through the front page of my website and I'd be happy to have a chat.
1: That's incredibly generous. Uh, Thank you so much for that. And, uh, you know, definitely go to Robin's website. And the link will be in the show notes that you can find it, download her guide and set up a call with this woman. She's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. Thank
0: you so much for having me.